aware, Fox and his friends are not doctors or experts. Do not take these opinions as the gospel. Although they are highly intelligent, sexy, and influential, please think for yourself. I want to thank the girls over at Socially Toxic Podcast for that little disclaimer. Thank you. What's up, ladies and germs? Welcome back to the show. So, I'm about to do a, I'm about to be on another podcast as a, it's like a guest. They're like, it's like a swap cast, right? So we're both each other's guests, kind of. But I'm just going to. I'm just going to go with the flow and let them, you know, do their thing because they're sending me the Zoom email and stuff. So I just wanted to get out here in front of that and uh, let everybody know what's going on. And also, I know there was a glitch in last week's episode. So that was basically a lesson learned because I'm getting kind of, I was getting kind of laid back. You know, nonchalant, like I don't really listen to my own episodes. And uh, so, like, when I got, when it's me and another guest, I have to uh, edit it and adjust the volumes. But if it's just me talking by myself, well, there ain't really shit to do. So every time I've done that, it's gone well. And I haven't had any issues, but I did. I did get some feedback that there were some glitches going on in the last one. Then I checked it out. And, yeah, so basically it skipped probably like the first 20 or 30 seconds. And then it doubled on the on the last 20 or 30 seconds at the end. So I don't know. Uh, from now on, I'm going to double check all that shit. Sorry about that. But, um, oh yeah, and I put, if any of you are following me on Instagram, I put out some bad information on Instagram about this, uh, the, the FEMA director that got, his last name was Hooks. The, uh, there was some information put out, some bad info that, uh, he got arrested by the Marines, which I kind of jumped on that shit because I, that's another lesson learned, you know, I mean, Shit like that doesn't happen anymore. Come on, let's get real, right? And I think the first one that said, <laughs> the first one that uh, says something to me was on Instagram was Ron from New England. From uh, he's from the Wicked Planet podcast. That's a good podcast. Go check that out. But he told me I don't think it's true, unfortunately. And he was damn damn skippy. The shit came out the next day that it wasn't. But. I should have known. We should. We all should have known better. These people don't ever pay for none of this shit they do, right? All right. I. This is. I'm probably gonna come back at the end afterwards and talk a little bit, but I'm not sure because it's probably gonna be late. Maybe I'll clip it tomorrow or Sunday or something. But uh, yeah. So here, this is the uh, Legs and Eggs podcast out of out of Brooklyn. Um, they talk about conspiracies and stuff. I've listened to a few of their episodes. It's mostly comedy, but they do talk about, uh, conspiracies and stuff. It's pretty funny. You should check that out too. 
All right, thanks everybody. Let's here we go. Not Clem. This is Fufa Jones. Um, Clem is running late at work. She should be here hopefully relatively soon. Um, just a second. I wanna. So let's see. Connected. Hi, I'm Fupa, and this is this is Heather. We're here. Clem will be Hi here there. in a little bit. You've been talking with her, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, I listen to some of your some of your stuff though. It's pretty funny. Oh, glad you like it. Oh, yeah, thank you. <laughs> We're all over the place. I like I like Thanks the for- I like the uh, talking shit about Billy Joel. That's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> we do a lot of that, and when Clem gets here, she I mean she could go on all night about the Billy Joel. She 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 loves and hates Billy Joel. <laughs> but, um, so, right. yeah, you've been talking with her most of the time. I've I've listened to you. I, I enjoy you quite a bit. You're great. I'm really happy to have you here. Happy have you here with us tonight. Oh thanks, man. Appreciate it. I'm glad to be here. Glad to have you. So you are you do a podcast called Conspiracy Soldiers. Correct. Now, before I get into all this stuff, let's I'd like to hear it from you. What when did you start this? Why did you start this? Uh, and tell us a little bit about what you're doing. Uh, it's been like uh, over the past two years, I've done it off and on with a couple different guys. And now, I mean, the guy I'm with, the guy I'm doing it with now, he's he's back in college. So I've been doing a lot of just doing it by myself. But, you know, just to... Uh, the stuff that's going on in the world just kind of pisses me off, so I just need to get it off my chest. That's basically what I'm doing. No, I get it. It's yeah. A, yeah. It's a pretty shitty world out there right now. It's, right. It's tough for anybody who doesn't have a zillion dollars to get a foothold. <laughs> right, right. Like, where do you where do you even start? Like, where do you... It's... What's that? I said, like, where do you even start? How do you even begin to get ahead? And everything is stacked against you like that, so... I don't know, man. Uh, seems to be getting worse, too. So, you guys are in Brooklyn? I am in Brooklyn. Clem is in Brooklyn. I think Clem just joined came in now for a second. Yeah, I, I'm on, I live on Cape Cod. <laughs> Where are you? Sorry, Clem has just joined from wherever she I'm, is. I'm walking to the train. Okay. I just wanted to make sure you had recording on. I do. (laughs) (laughs) I do have recording on. I will double check. Yeah, no, I got it. Everything's set up. Okay. So then I'm going to go and take the train home. Okay, bye. (laughs) Bye. Yeah, as you can tell, we're real organized today. I'm sorry yeah. we're having such. Oh, a- that's alright. If you you said you've listened to mine, so you know how fucked up some of my shit is. Jeez. Yeah, yeah but it's great. That's not fucked yeah. up. I think it's great. I, I I think you're really. I don't I don't know if you know. You're really fun and engaging to listen to. Like it. Yeah. I don't know, man. Uh. I mean, like the, so like, the first couple of episodes, like uh, I don't know if you listened to the. The fake moon landing, but I've not listened to that one. But I'm going to yeah. put that on a list to listen to tonight. And I don't, and I don't want to keep talking. I'm not trying to talk shit about this guy, but he didn't really know what a podcast was, so he was like 
trying to talk to me on his phone. I mean, I couldn't, you couldn't, the difference in volumes was terrible, you know, but this, this, he made a, he made a meta picture about an interview with uh, Stanley Kubrick. So do you know what a meta inner a meta picture is? No. no. Is it something on meta like on Facebook? No, no, that's what he said. He said no, it's not like it's not like metaverse. And he kept trying to explain it to me. And then after I got done talking to him, I felt like a complete jackass because what meta means is like fiction. So he he deep faked it. He, so he ended up doing a deep fake of the moon of faking the moon landing. No, no, it was a deep fake of his interview with Stanley Kubrick. It was supposedly right before he died. Oh, shit. yeah, and it was man. I thought for sure that's what was going on, you know. And I'm like, I got to get this guy on. <laughs> and then and then he's telling me it's Meta, and I'm like, all right, what is that? And he kept giving me examples of movies I'd never heard of. And then it, after I got off and I read it, I'm like, oh, God, some of these people out here that know what he's talking about probably think I'm a fucking idiot. So I'm like, you should have just, he's coming back on, too, and I'm going to be like, hey, man, you should have just said, like, Blair Witch Project. That would have that would have let me know what the fuck he was talking about. <laughs> well, now you know, and now you're... Uh... But everything's okay, you with you and him. If you're going back on there, I guess it wasn't. He wasn't like trying to fuck with you or anything. He was just. No, no, it was just a misunderstanding. I just felt like a dumbass, which I should because I don't, I don't, I don't claim to be an expert in none of this shit, you know. But listen, the, every time we set up to record, one of us feels like a dumbass. Right, right. But I can't get my headphones to work. Don't ask me why. So we're <laughs> just not headphoning tonight. <laughs> But like yeah, we have technical difficulties left and right, and yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Works, it never seems to work together. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna start with uh, let's 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 ease into this. One of the things we like to do, you mentioned Billy Joel earlier, and maybe Heather can help me out. This. What are some of the Billy Joel questions we, we <laughs> like to ask? Some of the less less dirty ones to start out. I mean, we've got. I mean, and, uh, what is? Yeah, you guys are kind of raunchy. I know, I know that. I'm not, you know, like if you listen to me, I'm not really like that. But I mean, yeah. I cuss a lot and yeah. stuff. I'm not. Oh yeah, but I'm, we, I'm we trying to get want... away from that. It's been a little bit of a crutch, so I don't. I'm <laughs> trying to not do that. <laughs> I mean, that's part of your show, man. You can't. I don't, I don't know if you can get away from that. Yeah, you got to expand and move out in different directions. But Billy. Heather, what are the Billy Joel questions we ask? There's so, so, okay, what is your least favorite Billy Joel song? The one that makes you just want to punch him in the face. Oh man, I can't. If you even do want to punch him in the face. Oh, he, yeah, he does have a punchable face. He does. He really. He looks like he kind of looks like Miss Piggy. <laughs> right. Totally <laughs> looks like Miss Piggy. Yeah, he's got the he. I don't know. He kind of looks like Miss Piggy to me. I bet he runs around and he's got Jim Henson's hand up his ass, telling him. Where he's <laughs> <all the time. laughs> Wearing a 
in his mechanics uniform from the Uptown Girl video. Oh, yeah. Oh, there you go. That's my worst favorite one. Thank yeah. Same. I hate that shit. Yep. I was trying to think. The only one I could think of was Piano Man. Then you said that, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's definitely the worst. Oh, yeah. No, Uptown Girl is awful. Uptown Girl is pretty bad. And I'm not. So I don't hate Billy Joel as much as everybody else does. Although Clem loves him. She just loves to hate him. <laughs> she loves him. She, she, she won't admit it, but she does. She has a secret crush. But I actually do enjoy Piano Man. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's probably his best one. I mean, anybody would say that. But it is There's played really out. There's a lot going on in that one. Was, you, can, you can really sink your teeth into the Piano Man. Yeah. Whatever direction you want to go in it. Do you remember, this had to be about 20 years ago, and I'd have to look it up. I think it, I think the last time I looked it up, I could only find one instance. But there was a period of time where Billy Joel was just drunk driving all over Long Island, and maybe Florida too, and he was driving into people's houses. Like, this is a standard thing. Yeah. It seemed very, very strange to me. Like, what would you do if Billy Joel just drove into your house? Like, I mean, he, he drove into, into people's houses, like knocked the walls down. There was a car in it, and inside this car is Billy Joel. Like imagine, imagine that. Like, what are the odds? At least you know, hopefully, that your uh, your bills are going to be covered because it's right. Billy Joel. That was the first thing that crossed my mind. Like, yeah. yeah. But I mean, there's other, there's a lot of other uh, musicians to talk shit about too. Oh yeah, like oh, who? Geez. Bring some up because I you love, I that. love doing that. Oh. I got a whole shitload. What about Bruce Springsteen? Singing about being a blue-collar man and then doing a fucking podcast with Barack Obama? (laughs) I was just thinking about it. Come on, man. I saw the cover to that book. I mean, that's what what sells now. And he he may at one time have been true, but that was 60 years ago. (laughs) And then, uh, you guys hear me? Yeah, I can yeah. hear you. Okay, I, I didn't hear you. And then uh, Rage Against the Machine, they literally named their band Rage Against the Machine, and then they're making people get vaccinated and wear masks to the concerts. Come on. <laughs> they ought to be ashamed. What did I see? I said somebody called them. I can't remember what it was. That was like Rage Alongside the Machine. <laughs> right. Pathetic. Yeah, I used to live in New York. In the city or outside the city? Where did you... Uh... Well, no, I was stationed in, at uh, probably about as far north as you can get uh, in uh, Fort Drum. About that 50... Buffalo? That's way past... That's like 15 miles south of Canada. Past... I think our friend's son was just there. What's that? Is that up by I the think... northwest border? Yeah. Yeah, almost in Canada. Yeah, wow. A friend of me and Clem, um, her son has an injury, and he was in Poland, and they sent him there and just kind of left him there for months without figuring out what's going on with him. Huh. It was like he's stuck in the middle of nowhere, and there's a, he could have been sent much closer to home. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, right. Yeah, that, that's, that's my knowledge of that station. 
But you know what's funny about that? Like, all right, so where I was at in New York, if I wanted, if I wanted to take a trip to New York City, which I never did, because it was like an eight-hour trip. Right. New York doesn't look that big on the map, does it? To me, it doesn't. New York, the state, or New York, the, the city? No, nah, the state. Like, it doesn't. It looks small on the map. Like, for instance, I'll give you an example. I'm from Akron, and it would take me eight hours to get from upstate New York to Akron. But it also would take me eight hours to get from Fort Drum to New York City. Yeah. I mean, I think the maps are fucking way off. So Yeah, I mean I have to look at the highways, but a lot of the a lot of the highways in the northeast for whatever reason uh, don't make an awful lot of sense. So you end up going around and I I don't know exactly how to get from Fort Drum to here and back. But a lot of the highways you tend to have to go kind of around and Yeah, it's never a straight shot. A lot longer than than it should take, especially in Massachusetts where where oh, Heather yeah. is, I think. Am I wrong about that? Oh no, it's absurd. Uh, the roads and the highways here make zero sense. So you were oh. stationed in Fort Drum, and I'm sorry, I haven't even gotten into into who you are yet. I don't know if you use your name or or what you go by, but um, how should we how should we address you? Oh, Fox! It uh, it's not showing up. No, it is. I just wasn't sure how you wanted to be Foxworks. Yeah, yeah that's my last name. name. So you you were you were in the military, right? How long were you in the military for? Um, about nine or ten years. Oh. I I was only in active duty for um, three and a half years, and then I went to I went to uh, the Army Reserve and the National Guard and all that. And yeah, yeah. But I was. We were pretty busy when I was up at the Tenth Mountain Division, which is where. You know, they're stationed at Fort Drum. I mean, we were gone the whole time because they're, they're basically the first Army infantry unit to get deployed anywhere. Where, where were you deployed? Uh, we went to Somalia. We went to Haiti. Oh, man. You guys hear interference? No, that might have... No, that might have been me adjusting my headphones, but I... I All right. I, I'm, are you still hearing it? Yeah, it's just in my headset. I hope it doesn't show up on the on your feed. I don't think it will, and we can clean it out, I believe. Yeah, if it does. I'm really good with editing. So okay. Oh, I know. I was going to tell you guys, man, you got... So you got all these... Uh, some of your audio is, is amazing. Like, yeah, I mean, you guys do good with all that stuff. Um, let me just, well, okay, their microphones and stuff are pretty good. I usually, this is like my second time using my mic. I usually just use my headphones. Yeah. Clem is really, really good at editing and cleaning us up and making us sound professional. <laughs> yeah, so, well, we also, we got deployed down to, uh, Florida for Hurricane Andrew. Oh, jeez. Yeah. 
they made it. It was kind of. It really wasn't a deployment. I don't. I mean, I shouldn't even include that. But they made it sound like um, the police and the National Guard lost control of all the looters and stuff like that. Which by the time, I mean, we we got down there and it wasn't really that bad. I think they just wanted us to fucking chainsaw trees and clean the place up. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's, but how long did it? How long after the hurricane hit did they? Did you arrive there? Uh you know what, man? That's been so long. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I know it was still fucking like when we first got there. They put us up in a tent city. And it was raining so bad that it was on like a like a lowland area, so it, the water was just collecting up. Man, we had to use we had to make like uh, pilot sidewalks to get from one tent to the other because it was just fucking like ankle deep walking in water and shit. Oh wow! Damn, damn. But the Cleveland Indians had uh this was in homestead by the way homestead florida and the cleveland indians had their uh spring spring uh spring training uh field out there yeah and they had like a stadium and all that so it it turned out that the bleachers the hurricane blew the bleachers into the outfield <laughs> and gouged the shit out of the outfield so they're like oh we don't want it no more so they said let the army just stay in there so we had fucking pay phones and showers and shit it was sweet oh, wow. yeah much better than the fucking tent city with uh pallet sidewalks oh man yeah it yeah, was sweet at least you have a uh, a major league team's spring training site to right yeah, that was my hometown team too, you know. That's right, because you're from you're from Akron, or you live in Ohio now, correct? Yeah, but I'm not in Akron. I'm up I'm up like around Toledo area now. Okay. Are you still a big uh, Cleveland sports fan? Yeah. Yep. Browns, the Browns and the Indians. I mean, baseball is kind of boring, really. I mean, I try, but I mean, I love football though. What about you guys? Who's your team? I'm more, I'm more into baseball. I guess I like the boring. Uh, yeah. Heather, you're more into the football, oddly, than I am. The, the girl's more yeah. into the football. Um, right. And ba- basketball, I've been getting in and out of basketball. Like, I get into the NBA, and then I just get kind of sick of it. I used to be real into college, college basketball when I was younger, and then I just kind of lost interest in that. But I like the baseball. It, it does it for me. It's it's enough uh, enough action. I'd love to get back into boxing if I didn't think it was so goddamn corrupt. And if you could actually prove someone is a champion and everything's disputed all the time. I oh, yeah. I really love boxing. Yeah, I was a pro boxer, by the no way. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, wow. How old were you when you boxed, if you don't mind me asking? Well, I mean, all right, so when I was a kid... I was like a Bruce Lee freak, right? So I was in like Kung Fu when I was a kid. And then I took um, Taekwondo when I got to be about like probably like 12 or something like that. And um, I got my black belt when I was like 15 or 16. And then I started kickboxing, right? Oh, shit. 
Wow. Yeah, and I, in um, 1989, I won the Ohio State kickboxing title. And so, and, and so all the, um, like the recruiters were coming around and the, and the one army recruiter that I was talking to that I wound up going with, he was telling me like, oh yeah, man. He goes, you, if you did that, you'll definitely make the, make the team. So like when you get up to your duty station, you just tell them that you want to join the, the kickboxing team or the boxing team or whatever you want to do. He goes, you just wake up at eight. You go to practice till noon, and then after that, nobody fucks with you. And I'm like, damn, that sounds good, you know. So I signed up for the next thing that was open, which was the 10th Mountain Division. And then I went through boot camp and went through basic, AIT. And then when I got to my duty station, I reported to my platoon sergeant. And I said, yeah, uh, yes, sergeant, I'm supposed to uh, try out for the boxing team. And he's like, what do you mean you're supposed to try out for the boxing team? Who told you that? I said, my recruiter. He's like, we ain't got time for that shit up here. So, yeah, so I didn't, I didn't do, I didn't do any uh, martial arts or anything for probably like the next three and a half years. So when I got out. I kind of dicked off for a few years, you know, drinking and stuff. And then I, I got back into just um, regular boxing. And then I didn't, I probably didn't go pro till I was like 28, 29 years old. Oh, wow. Yeah, you so. Pro, pro. Yeah. Oh, damn. It was, it was kind of an underwhelming career, man. I had a, I had a, I had some good, um, I did pretty good in my kickboxing and boxing as an amateur, but you know, I was drinking the whole time and dicking around, so I didn't really you take it that serious. Half, you also went three and a half years and you were in the military, what, nine, ten, you said? Without doing any. So you gotta pick it back up after Yeah, yeah. How long? And what a way to have like right away the military's fucking lying to you. Like you haven't even seen <laughs> yet and they're like Right. Right. Yeah, that's I mean, when you're that age, you don't understand, but it's it's almost like common sense to older folks like us, you know. Right. They're just trying to. That's what that's. That's recruiting, man. That's the reward. The word recruit. That's what it means. Like get them in, no matter what. They're selling yep. you on something, and they got to make quotas. Yep. Just, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of the machine, you're part of their. They're just you're just a cog in their machine. <laughs> Ain't nobody looking out for you but you. And right. I don't know. That's just a sad truth I find the longer and longer I go on. Yep. So what is it? When did you get into the conspiracies? How did you get into that? Did your military career, have you seen things? Were you always naturally suspicious of things? or What really spurred you in that direction? Because I really enjoy your podcast, and I learn a lot from it. And I need to listen to more so I can learn more. Well, you probably heard me talk about Haiti then if you've... Um, yep. that was one of the things, um, so, the, so we went to Haiti in like 94, 94, end of 94, um, and so President Aristide, he got, um, all right, so there was this general named General Cedrus, and he was the, one of the generals of the Haitian army. 
And this Aristide was like, he was boys with Bill Clinton. Yes, he was. And uh, so we're just like, when you hear that the the army overthrew the government, you just, you know, we, we're just young back then. We didn't know shit. So we're going over there and they we didn't get much resistance. You know, they wasn't. They wasn't trying to fuck with us. And so we restored Aristide back into power. And But, like, talking to some of these dudes, there was rumors going around that uh, he was doing it for the kids. You know, like... And I hate talking about this shit because I always feel like uh, I'm going to wind up committing suicide by shooting myself in the back of the head twice or something like that. If you know what I mean. You were Bill Clinton. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> but, um, I mean, I've already talked about what the fuck. But, uh, and I don't have any proof, you know. So, I mean, it's just, that was the word going around with these, uh, with these military people. They were saying that Sadrus was doing it for the kids because, and you know, Haiti's a major hotspot for child trafficking to this day. Yep. And, and they're... There's a lot of shit going on and coming out of Haiti. Yep. Yeah. You know better than, than any of us. But, um, yeah, that was one of the things. And, um, uh, and then there was another guy that I worked with. And I was so stupid that I didn't, that, uh, he was telling me that this is probably like back in 2006. This dude was from Canada. Right. Well, he was our maintenance man at the factory I worked at. And he was telling me that the Federal Reserve is not an American entity entity. And I'm like, of course it is. It says United States right there in the money. You know what I'm saying? And he was telling me all this shit. And uh, I mean, he was he had he was just a walking conspiracy theory, man. I mean, he. Some of the stuff I'm still not sure about. Like he believed in like aliens and the Galactic Alliance and all kinds of shit. So he might have been a little off. But do you mind if I ask what's the Galactic Alliance? I don't. That he lost me on that. <laughs> so <laughs> I can't. I have no fucking idea. He used to get like uh, he would pay to get like uh, this is back like I said 2006. So this is back like some people still had landlines like. Like, he paid to get, like, a weekly Galactic Alliance update on his phone. Like a... Yeah, so... It was definitely a scam. But, I mean... he's getting grifted. Right, right. But, but, with that being said, this dude did not pay taxes. So... He was, he was just... He was against vaccines. He was against against all that shit. And, like I said, he was from Canada... And I don't know if he was paying taxes when he was in Canada, and I don't know like what age he came to America, but like he would tell me like they would send him letters and he would just he would just be or they call him he'd be like nah fuck you man, and they never arrested him, and then they started bothering the company right, so the big man up upstairs would call him upstairs. And they'd be like, hey, man, you got to fill out these, these tax papers. And he'd be like, no, nah, fuck that. And <laughs> he just kept working there. It's it's just, it's really weird, man. It makes you wonder. 
Like you hear about these uh, movie stars and stuff to get busted for not paying taxes. But that's like our friend Hunter Biden. <laughs> yeah. Or Wesley. I remember Wesley Snipes got busted. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He was in prison for a while, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. Yep. But I think in that case, it's like you're already paying taxes and then you stop. Like this dude, far as I know, he never paid shit. So like, and I've heard I've heard this type of stuff talked about where like you can't get away with that if you if you do it the right way. But like, as far as I know, he he was still working there. I mean, he was working there when I moved back when I moved away from Akron. So it's just the dude was a trip, man, and he got me into a lot of this shit too. Like you know. Especially with the Federal Reserve, when you realize that our money is being printed by a bunch of rich foreigners and stuff, and then we owe them, and then the politicians are, you know, borrowing money against them, it's just it's just a fucked up deal, man. Money isn't real anyway. It's nah. accepted by all the leaders of all the countries because they need a way to... Check each other isn't the right way to put it, but they need a way to pay each other and a way to hold things over each other. Right. And uh, I mean, money is just paper. Well, it's just paper. Right. And we never have enough of it to take care of anybody here, but we certainly have as much as we want to, you know, give to Ukraine and shit like that. So, like, how much does it really matter? We can't afford this. Well, it turns out we can afford whatever the fuck we want. <laughs> right. If I say so. Right. That's the dumbest question of the year, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Why can't we just make more money? It's just paper. Why can't they just print more and hand it out to people? Here, now you have money. They could if they wanted to. Oh, now did you guys hear about how, uh, so somebody did a calculation. They, they, they calculate all the money we've sent to Ukraine and they calculate how many citizens they have. And it comes out to. What's that? It came out to three thousand dollars per citizen. And Biden only sent when Maui, Lahaina down in Maui, caught on fire. It was seven hundred dollars per household. Right. But they're giving Ukraine three thousand dollars per citizen. It's fucking bullshit, there are man. Households in Hawaii, I would imagine. Uh, yeah. Right. It's bullshit, man. Like the Red Cross and the FEMA were fu- definitely fucking people over. I don't know how much you guys been looking into that. I haven't been looking into that, but I I've heard a little. I'd love to hear about it. Heard that um, FEMA will run out of money, like at the end of the month or something. So. We've had no, like, hurricanes yet, but they'll come, and there's no money left in FEMA for the rest of the year or something, unless, of course, Congress needs to give them more money. They There won't be funding for FEMA until they fucking need it, and mm. there will be funding, because there always is. But FEMA's a joke. Like he was just saying, it's like 700 bucks. Like, <laughs> what's that going to do when you just lost your house? Right. Well, that no, that was Biden. FEMA went FEMA went down there with food and water. Right. And the Red Cross, which is another fucking bullshit organization. I, um, 
But anyway, so you you guys heard of like FEMA camps and stuff? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So they set up outside of Lahaina, and the word it the word going around is that they're trying to get all the. So Lahaina is like a holy land for the native Hawaiians. Right. And they've already been fucked over before by the United States government, so they ain't buying this shit. So they're just staying. Even though they are, their houses are burned down and shit, they're just staying. Right? So FEMA and the Red Cross were telling them, like, no, you got to come out. You got to come to this FEMA camp we got set up. And they're like, no, nah, fuck that. So they won't give them any food and water. Right. So people are, people are um, coming in on boats, you know, sneaking in where they can trying to help these people and uh fema's got the the national guard and shit helping them try to uh stop these people from helping the the natives and stuff it's bullshit yeah before hawaii was a state wasn't that the capital i believe i read uh i'm not sure about that i just know it's like uh in their in their yeah in their culture it's like kind of like a holy land Type yeah, of deal. Like a brown type. Yes. Yeah. It's not just a city. It's not just a town. It's like to them spiritual. Right. But I mean, they're not leaving anyway, so it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see what happens because you know when the government doesn't get their way, they've been known to do some crazy ass shit. And if they start trying that shit down there, there's going to be all hell's going to break loose all over this country, man. But we'll see what happens. Well, it feels like we're just like waiting for the spark to start something happening in this country. You've got, I don't know how many sides ready to go at each other's throats over yeah. every every little thing. And uh, oh, yeah. It's just one thing after the other, man. It's like, <laughs> you know, like. I mean, just it's it's always it's always I don't know if, if it's like supposed to be a distraction or what, but I mean, to me, the whole operation, and I'm really generalizing here. Anything you read about ma- major news stories in the media, my mind immediately goes to smokescreen. What are they hiding? What what are we not supposed to be looking at? Where's the misdirect? Right, right. I, I, you know, that's, that's that's how everybody stays in power. That's how everybody stays wealthy. Is that they're running around and cheating and, and, and beating the system and taking advantage of people left and right but you don't hear about it and when you do hear about it you're made to think that you're crazy because well no one else is reporting on it no one legit is reporting on it well no shit because you own them you own the channels of information right so if you want to find out where where you're getting fucked you got to do the digging yourself just just like with this trump indictment man it's like come on dude these motherfuckers, after they act like they're fighting on TV, they go out drinking together. Yeah. It's just like professional wrestling. You know? Exactly. That's what they're I... watch it on TV and they hate each other. And then they're out in the bar drinking like eight cases of beer and, and hugging and high-fiving. They're all right. best friends. They're they... all in the same club. Like they, yeah. They all donate money to each other. It's how business... It's how every single corporation, every single special interest donates... To all sides, they're all. It's, I, I don't even know where I'm going with this. It's just, it's just a <laughs> smoke show. And yeah. 
It's it's bullshit, man. Fucking Trump went to Chelsea Clinton's wedding. I think the Clintons went to the wedding when he got married to Melania or whatever her name is. It's all bullshit, man. Well, we know they all went to Epstein Island. Right. Whether it was on the Lolita Express or not, I don't give a fuck about them uh, flight logs. I mean, there's more than one plane. You know, everybody's always, everybody's always um, got their mind only on the Lolita Express. Like, these motherfuckers all got their own jets. If they, if he can land his jet there, anybody can. You know. Well, yeah, it, it wasn't the big thing. Like, you couldn't fly a big plane into his island anyway. You had to get a helicopter. Right, so right. Anybody could fly to wherever they landed and then take the helicopter in. Right. And no one can figure out where he got all his money from. Who, Epstein? Yeah. Yeah, Still. I know. I know where he got it from. He, well, he got a lot of it from uh, Les, what, what is his name? The Les Wexler. Guy. Yeah. Well, the whole, I, I don't know what you guys think about Epstein, but I think the whole thing was uh, it was an intelligence blackmail program. About where he got his money? No, I mean his whole his whole operation was uh, you know, like they get they get young girls, maybe not, you know, like look like they could be eighteen, could not be, and then uh, they set them up with these high-profile people with a lot of money and they go and they go in there and do whatever they do they videotape it and then she turns around and tells him what what her age is so now he's got blackmail he's got dirt on him you know what i mean so well i'm sure all those tapes that the fbi the fbi had that were there and then gone it's probably a lot of what it was right well, they have all those CD-ROMs that they supposedly found with, like, I just remember, I know Bill Clinton's name is on one of them, and they had people's names on them, like, yep. that was the blackmail stuff, and all that, all that shit is gone, so, you know, of course that's, I mean, I think that's the most obvious thing that they were doing, but who was doing it? Was he doing this on they his own? They were all doing it. Yeah, it's just... The, if, they, if somebody was rich and powerful, they were there, and they were doing it, and Jeffrey Epstein was able I I agree with you on that one he was a shady motherfucker and what are, what are we doing with Gilan these days she's just like sitting oh. in jail right like she's not talking she's just like they're not even trying anything with her right she's just like there yeah. she hasn't been suicided yet so that we know of now, I was just going to say that we know of but I need a mug, so because I, I gotta get a mug to match my Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. Oh, the Epstein mug. Yeah. She could be on. She could be on some island sipping sipping out of a. That's coconut true. right now. For all we That's know. True. <laughs> she is, she's off there. She's out there. She's hanging with Prigozhin. They're all alive. They're in like an island in the South Pacific somewhere. Yeah. There's got to be, why hasn't she turned? Why hasn't she flipped, man? There's something big on that. Yeah, he's talking. dead, so who, however he died. Is, is he irrelevant. dead, though? Yeah, is that's what dead? I was about to say. You sure about that? I don't know, but I, I mean, don't believe any of that shit. I, don't, I think I he's don't still know. alive. Why, why is she keeping her mouth shut? 
There's got to be some real good shit in that brain of hers. You guys know anything about uh, Operation High Jump? No. No. Please. Please That's that's where... um, Well, his name was like Colonel Bird or something like that. This is back in like the 30s or 40s. And he went on a um, voyage to Antarctica. Him and his him and his uh, shipmates or whatever. And he went beyond the ice wall. And I'm not a flat earther or nothing like that. I, to me, it doesn't matter. You know, I'm not gonna get into all that shit. But anyway, he's claiming that once you once you get past that ice wall. There's like a whole bunch of continents. It's like a whole nother world on the other side of Antarctica. You know, so. And uh, Warner Von Braun, on his deathbed, he claimed that. I'm not going to. I talk about this dude like every other episode. I, I can't get away from it. But. So he was the head of NASA. But before that, he was like Hitler's right hand man. Yeah. Okay. okay. You guys already know about that. All right. So on his deathbed, he had a lady that he worked with come because he wanted her to be his spokesperson. And he, he walked her through all the steps that the deep state was going to take to bring us under one world order, one world government, one world religion. But anyway, what I was getting at is he was saying that the German... The German NASA program was stationed in Antarctica and they were doing favors for us because they were so much more advanced than us. And he did this on his deathbed because he found a terminal cancer and stuff. I don't know, man. You never know with this stuff. None of it can be proven. But I mean, supposedly that's what happened. That's what he said. And if you're going to do something like that, Antarctica would be the place because you can't really get to Antarctica. No. no. At Look at all these countries of that continent without having government supplied equipment. Like right. I suppose like someone like Bezos could could do it now, but even he's in with all those people. So they don't care if he finds out. He's golden. He's probably funded half that shit anyway. Oh yeah, Antarctica's secret Antarctica's heavily protected, man. You can't get over there. And there's a there's a treaty with like with like uh 70 or 80 countries or some shit like that that they all sign that they won't bother you know I what the fuck is that about do they say that under the guise of uh, environmental protection blah 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 we're not going there so that we can preserve the environment or they just don't give a fuck and don't say anything I I'd have to read into that I don't even remember what the reason was because I don't care I I just know it's bullshit the fact is you can't do it and Because Stone Cold said so. No, Stone Cold. <laughs> yeah. All right. Part of it too is the the weather is so harsh. If people started just going there, then you'd have to try to rescue them and blah blah blah. Like yeah. Well, that no. It's he said he said that it's uh. It's green over there. You know, it's like. It's like so you know the equator. Yeah. That's like the anti-equator. So once you get past it, it starts getting good again. You know what I mean? Once you get past the ice wall, supposedly, right. from what from the way they explained it. 
I hope I'm not sounding like a nut a nutcase here. I'm just. I'm no, 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 no. If we're 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 into this stuff, oh. and no, I, yeah. I I totally believe they're they they'd hide a whole continent uh, from us in Antarctica. And if you, I mean, I gotta ge- look geographically, and I, I I don't know the climate, but it's awfully close to New Zealand, and those parts of New Zealand aren't frozen like that. No, no. And it's all the weather is cyclical anyway. I I think like you know over the years, you know thousands of years or whatever. Who knows all the differences? But I mean, this is back in like the 30s and 40s, like I said. But um, he wrote a. We talked to somebody, and I had written. I think Clem and I had interviewed a gentleman from England and he said something and I wrote it down and I could never find it about tunnel people digging a tunnel in Antarctica and how there was like expeditions and then a bunch of people I don't know and I was like what I need to look this up and whatever notes I had taken were not good enough and I could never find anything about this tunnel I've heard that too I I heard the I heard the Nazis um were digging something up in Antarctica. Yeah, some kind of like hollow earth type of deal going on over there. Yeah. Yeah. I was just reading about this and now of course I forgot the name of it. They did this again, I want to say in the thirties. They did it uh by the Arctic Circle. What was it? The they they were trying to dig the deepest hole. Uh, I'm talking about this and now I realize I remember absolutely nothing about it. So I'm I'm going to make a drink. I'm going to be back in three minutes. Not even. I'll be right okay. back. Okay. And Fox, I'm sorry. I don't know how much time you have. I'm just picking up the slack uh, for Clem. So if we're keeping you too long, let us know. If you got to get the fuck out, Clem should be back here in a little bit. She's not that far away I, right now. But I probably got about 10 more minutes because I get up right. at like 345. Oh, yeah. So yeah. You got 10 mo- yeah. I don't want to keep you in too long. But so talk- conspiracy soldiers, I want to get into what you do in your podcast. Uh, and I mean, I, now I don't know what to ask you because we're doing the conspiracies straight up. But yeah, you we've been. It, you come out. How how often do you come out for the new? Oh, uh, my my show. Yeah. Once a week. It's right. Your so your weekly podcast. Yeah, sometimes sometimes more like you know usually once a week though. All right, so Fox has about ten more minutes. Oh, okay. Anything you want? Anything you want to ask, Heather? That we cram it in at the last second. Um. So. I am a little. So it's not that I am not into conspiracies. I just, it's too much for my brain sometimes, <laughs> and I'm just like, whatever. I don't care. Not that I don't care, but can't change it, so I can't worry about it. But right. with. You know, you started questioning things in the 90s, you know, before the Internet. Do you feel like now where there's information at our fingertips, do you find it easier to find information or do you find it overwhelmingly insane sometimes where there's just so much wackiness that how do you know what's true and what's not true at this point? Um, It's funny you ask that because... I think that, like, 
a lot of places you can't even talk about conspiracies. But like for instance, like on Reddit, they have like conspiracy subs and stuff like that. But it's being like it's it's openly known that there's like bots and feds and shit on there that are you know downvoting anything that is accurate and then they'll be putting up like fake posts that is the stupid shit to make us sound crazy yeah and like just so i i feel like there's so much misinformation yes right it doesn't I don't believe anything at this stage of my life if it's <laughs> online. Like, if it's on the internet, it's not real. That's just how I... Okay. Can't. I'm on the other side of that. If it's on the news, it's not real to me. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you on that. I don't... Well, I, I actually include that in the internet. Cause okay, get yeah. You know, it's all... If it's out there, it's not real. How's that? Right. I mean... I mean that's how they do it, man. Uh, it there's it they put it in the book like that. Like it, the key to de- to deceiving mankind is to um, you know give them a little bit of truth and then sprinkle in some deception and then you you know we don't know what to, you know we don't even know what we're doing. We got our heads spinning around. You know what I mean? So. Right. That's on purpose. And we don't like to be made feel made to feel stupid. So when someone tells you that's crazy, you're stupid for believing that. Automatically, the brain wants to shut it down and 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 not and 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 go along with it. But uh, like a lot of the things, when you look into them and you read them more, they don't sound crazy at all. Right. They might sound crazy if uh, I mean they, they things more and more look like deception to me all the time. And and so many of them are coming true. Like yeah. I mean, fucking Alex Jones was talking about Epstein like 20 years ago, man. It's, it's, and then there's, I mean, 20, 30 years ago, it'd be crazy to say that the, you know, ah, shit, now I forgot where I was even going with this. I had a whole fucking thing and I completely lost it. Um, Anyway, don't listen to me. I'm an idiot. Well, I don't know. We got about an hour in, so that's good. Yeah, this has been great. And I'm sorry, I don't have like any of my shit together because I wasn't sure what was going on. I would love to have you on again sometime when yeah. we're all here and we can talk about some concrete things I'd, I'd like to dig in. Yeah, but, um, Sarah I'll... and Clem would love to talk to you. It's just unfortunate timing tonight. No, that's cool, man. Just uh, anytime, I'm, you know, we got... I'm on, you know, Instagram, and you got my email, so hit me up anytime. I'll come back. Yeah, yeah, we'd love to have you back, and thank you so much for coming on in the first place. I'm going to listen to more Conspiracy Soldiers as soon as we get off right now, and um, yeah, I'd love to have you back on, and I'm sure Clem and, and Sarah would, too. Yeah, they definitely would. All right, yeah. Keep talking shit about Billy Joel and... uh I'll listen to yours some more, too. <laughs> uh, we're, talk- we're talking shit about Bill Clinton, too. If, oh, yeah. If you ha- Actually, we don't have time for this. We have a new segment that we've been doing yeah. uh, where we run through the Clinton kill list and ask what it is oh, yeah. that the Clintons were involved. I did hear that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll have more of those, too. Yeah, we So, will. Fox, thank you so much for joining us. It's hey, thanks great. for having me, man. Yeah, thank thanks. you so much. Yeah, uh, enjoy the rest of your night and get some sleep. All right, thanks, man. See you guys. Thanks. Thank you. Have a good one.
All right, so that was the interview with the Legs and Eggs podcast. Like I said, they're pretty funny. They do a lot of good audio mixing and stuff, music and all that stuff, man. They know what they're doing with the... It sounds good. But um, as usual, uh, any questions or comments, bitches, gripes, complaints... Email email me at at yahoo.com or follow us on Instagram at Conspiracy Soldiers. And, uh, you know, if you like the show, give us a good review and all that type of bullshit. And if you don't, then what the fuck are you listening for? Anyway, that's it. Thanks for listening, everybody. I appreciate it. Conspiracy Soldiers is going dark.